Adams play here, looking to go to 8-1 on the year and looking to keep the heat on Charleston Southern when it comes to the Big South Conference regular season title. Of course, Coastal a game back and would lose the head-to-head tie breakers. So here we go. Gardner-Webb working right to left, and from its 13-yard line off the near side ashes. Estes, the tight end near side left, motions to the right. Maxwell, a down-the-line quarterback keeper on the option, pitches to Bernard on the edge, swarmed under behind the line of scrimmage, and tackled for a loss back near the 11-yard line. So second down and 12 after the safety, Karan Johnson came up and makes the tackle. So the Gardner-Webb offense with a negative yardage play out of the gate here in the third quarter. Maxwell, the quarterback, 12 carries in the first half for 40 yards. And as we've mentioned, so he's gone, so has the offense. He's only a sophomore, but still trying to get things going here. Two wide receivers to the right, one to the near side left. Slot receiver White in motion. We fake the handoff to him on a jet sweep. Tyrell Maxwell on the keeper to the far side boundary. Turned the corner and got out to the 15-yard line. Picks up about three yards, a healthy third down and nine for Gardner-Webb. And when you don't have the pass game, it's tough to make up these types of down and distances. Gardner-Webb two for ten through the air for 20 yards. And that's one of the reasons that the Bulldogs are 0 for six on third downs and on a year converting at 22%. Yard line to make is out across the 23. It's a cover two for Coastal. Estes H back right. Two wide receivers to the near side. Maxwell snap. They blitz him up the middle and from the edges. Sidesteps one. Tucks the ball away. Shot puts a pass over the middle and this is caught by Jacob Henderson. He spins out of a tackle and still on his feet across the 45. And tackled out near the 48-yard line. 33 yards on the play. You credit Maxwell for buying some time and a great job by Henderson. Yards after the catch. And that's one of those situations like I mentioned before the half. Maxwell buying himself some time and then using as much of that time as he possibly can. He waited until he had a defender practically on his back to throw that ball, found the uh, Jacob Henderson wide open and got it off to him. Snap out of a two-back set, handed off to the right apex, slanting left, and not much doing for Elijah Perry. As the official said, run the play, even though the chains were not set. And we got an injured Bulldog on the turf play side. Down the coastal 48-yard line. Gain of four yards. Second down and six, or rather a Coastal Carolina player that is down along the Bulldog sideline. Gardner-Webb picked up 33 yards on that pass. Had thrown for 20 yards in previous 10 passing attempts. And now tough news for the offensive line. It looks like the left guard, David Sutton, has had a helmet malfunction. So the equipment manager is trying to get that straightened out and do so during this injury stoppage. Of course, the Bulldogs lost the all-conference corner and Ivan Toomer in the first half. And this is the starting safety, Michael Billings, for Coastal Carolina. One thing that's nice with the setting sun here at 520, as Billings is up on his feet heading to the far sideline, is at least it's no longer a struggle to see the field. Yeah, and it was difficult in the first half with the Coastal Carolina black jerseys and the teal numbers to try to decipher what number uh, was on that black jersey for Coastal, especially against the teal 
uh, background of the turf. But now that the sun has set, we no longer have it in our eyes. It's no longer bouncing off the turf. Uh, it's a heck of a lot easier to uh, see the, uh, the numbers and uh, the, the field. Second and six for Gardner-Webb from the Coastal 48. Snap going to give it off to the right halfback, and Perry bangs his way into traffic down near the first down marker at the 43-yard line. Good job by the freshman who has gotten a lot of reps, and it is a Gardner-Webb first down. The Bulldogs second of the drive and eighth of the game. Opening series of this, the third quarter. Gardner-Webb started from its 13-yard line. Bulldogs working right to left here on the teal surface the stadium lights starting to take more and more effect two wide receivers each side tyrell from the shotgun coastal four wide up front snap they've come with a corner blitz from each side maxwell hemmed in behind the line of scrimmage and sacked back out of the 48 yard line loss of six one of those leading the pressure in there was aaron mcfarland who's a reserve end and takes the ball back out near midfield so second down and let's call this a healthy 16. Maxwell sacked for a third time on the afternoon. So the Bulldogs with a long yarded situation bring Victor Harris into the ball game at a wide receiver spot. He'll slot to the right side. Mike Estes, a tight end to that same side. Estes will back off the line of scrimmage. Now an H-back. Maxwell snap gun, fakes a handoff, drops back, looks to throw, fires on a post pattern, going for Estes on the hashes, and he makes a diving catch inside the 15. Forward progress down to the 11-yard line on a seam route. Mike Estes with his first reception of the game and his team leading 19th of the season and Gardner-Webb's in the red zone. And when Gardner-Webb has gotten the ball in the red zone this year, the Bulldogs have been effective. How about eight touchdowns in only 13 opportunities? Maxwell split back, gets the snap, hands it off to Perry, the right halfback, and he swarmed under in the offensive backfield back at a 16-yard line. Coastal's foaming at the mouth. Loss of five. So second down and long coming up. As for the second time, Bulldogs face a loss on first down. Jacob Henderson back in as a wide receiver. Looks like Gardner-Webb will go trips to the wide right side out toward the Coastal boundary. Elijah Perry, the freshman, remains in at the running back spot to the near side left of Maxwell. Estes the tight end of the short side. Snap to Tyrell. Five into the pass pattern. He has to throw the ball away quickly because of the pressure off the edge. And the pass incomplete as the ball lands a yard deep into the end zone. So this brings up third down and 15 for Gardner-Webb from out at the 16-yard line. See what personnel as Bryce and Jacob Henderson come off the field. Adonis Lee, the second leading receiver, out to the near side left. Elijah Perry will slot. Bobby Clark, I think it is, the running back to the far side right of Maxwell, who has two wide receivers to the far side right. Perry, the slot left, motions to the formation, snap, handed off, straight ahead run, and the Bulldogs can't get a first down. Push down to the 13-yard line, gain of three. And now Gardner-Webb will bring Paul Schumacher, the sophomore kicker, on for a field goal attempt. Schumacher, four of six on the year. Both his successful long of 48 and long miss of 41 came earlier in the season against Elon. This is the Jumbotron end zone to our left from 30 yards out and flags. Three of them. An illegal participation. 
The call here against Coastal may have 12 men on the field as the side judge. Was signaling that, so a five-yard walk-off coming up here for the Chanticleers who are penalized for a third time today for 15 yards, so five yards closer for Schumacher. So 25-yard chip shot, so to speak. Try to get Gardner-Webb on the scoreboard. Snap, placement, the kick is up. No good. Pulled it to the near side left. We have a media timeout on the field. We're going to take it. 9.37 to go in the third quarter. Gardner-Webb, a good drive, but comes up empty. Bulldogs down by 29. Back after this, WGWG.org. Hi, everybody. I'm Earl Scripps. got to do something. I got a little trivia. Is Tyler Thigpen still in the league, do you know? Last I saw, he was unsigned, but have you? No. Well, back at Brooks Stadium, 29-0, Coastal Carolina. Tough drive for Gardner-Webb. A great way to open up the third quarter. An 11-play, 79-yard drive. You take 519 off the game clock, but then you end up missing a 25-yard field goal, and that's why Coastal continues right now to hold a shutout over the Bulldogs. Have an extended timeout, but Alex, in his quest to do his research and bring that to the forefront, you said you've been doing some research? I've been doing some some, some uh deep, you know, having to pull back out into the record book All research. All right, well, let's get to it, what you've got. Okay. So currently six uh, former Clear football players play in the NFL. Two of them joined the Carolina Panthers in the 2012 season. Who are those two? Who are the other four? The other four are Jerome Simpson, wide receiver for now currently the San Francisco 49ers. Uh, Lorenzo Talaferro, running back for the Baltimore Ravens. Yep. Matt Hazel, wide receiver for the Miami Dolphins, and Denzel Rice, cornerback for the Philadelphia Eagles currently. Well, you got Mike Tolbert, the fullback with the Panthers. Yes. And you've uh, also got the uh, the defensive back in uh, Josh Norman. Yes. There you go. So there are the current six former Shana Clears that are in the NFL. Going to hand it off the map on the end around. Now the slot position gets... To the near side edge, turns up outside the numbers and pushes out to the 35-yard line before Angel Guzman makes the tackle for Gardner-Webb, but not before a gain of 15 yards. And Coastal picks up his 18th first down of the game. 
first uh, drive of the third quarter for the Chanticleers working left to right and leading 29 to nothing. Third quarter game clock in motion just north of nine to go. Abercrombie, the running back in a game to the far side uh, left of Ross. There's a snap straight ahead run. Abercrombie behind right guard and gets knocked down after he picks up three yards out to the 38-yard line. So second down and seven. Coastal also uh, had a quarterback here, the, the first ever quarterback here at Coastal Carolina, Tyler Thigpen. And uh, Thigpen started out his NFL career with the Minnesota Vikings, was a starter for a period of time with Kansas City, and he's right now a free agent. Uh, there's a catch underneath. Right side, Chris Jones, the 50, cuts back inside, and it takes three white shirts to knock him off his feet. Football came loose, fell forward all the way to the Gardner-Webb 42-yard line, and it's Gardner-Webb football. Credit the white shirts for not giving up. Spencer Havard and Angel Guzman along with Jabri Regan down the field. So Gardner-Webb forced its second turnover of the game. In a game that seems like everything's kind of gone against Gardner-Webb and has gone Coastal Carolina's way, this hopefully can be a turning point for the Gardner-Webb offense now to get onto the field. You've got a, a fairly, you've got a shorter field to work with now than you have most of the rest of the game. Uh, so starting at your own 42-yard line, let's see if you can get something going. Just keep the chains moving, pick up four or five yards every play, and see if you can get into the end zone here. Maxwell, snap shotgun, five into the pass pattern. We spread him out now. Tyrell up the middle on the quarterback keeper, weaving his way, and serpentines out to the 50-yard line. Well, it's like our vice president of athletics was saying at halftime, you can't take anything back that happened in the first half. You just have to come out and control things in the second half. Yeah, you know, once you get to that halftime, you can't control anything that happened in that first half. Done, over with. You have to leave that behind you, move on, and try to start anew. Second and ten, Maxwell snap, looks to throw, pressured front side, now pressured backside and sacked this all the way back inside the Gardner-Webb 40-yard line. Well, the chip block took care of the front side blitzer. Good job by Bobby Clark, but then nobody was there off the backside, and, well, that's what got Maxwell. So all the way back out to the 36-yard line. So Gardner-Webb, third down and greater than the sticks to go, 16 yards the distance, seven and a half minutes remaining here in the third quarter. Game clock is a bit in motion, 29-0. Shana clears lead Gardner-Webb. Maxwell, 4-13 for 90 yards. Three wide receivers left, one right, snap, three-man rush, eight in the coverage. Maxwell tucks the ball away. Quarterback keeper gets up to the 45-yard line, gets nine yards back, but unfortunately fourth down and seven here for Gardner-Webb near midfield. And Andrew Karmonic will come on to punt away the football. He was a busy young man in the first half with six punts. Average 37 and a half yards comes in, averaging a little over 38 for the redshirt sophomore. So Gardner-Webb for a second time in the game cannot take advantage of a coastal turnover. Bulldogs registering two takeaways today, had 11 total coming in through the first eight weeks. Line drive kick away. Coastal Fields in traffic does Chris Jones, the nation's ninth-rated punt returner on average yards, and wrapped up at the 18-yard line with 6.29 to go here in the third. And we have immediate timeout. We're going to step away as well. Special thanks back at the studio to Jeff Powell. 
629 to go here in the third. Coast of the ball in a 29-0 lead when we come back to Conway here at WGWG.org. The Big South Conference. Yes, Fabian Fuentes, 629 to go here in the third quarter. Coastal Carolina, a 29-0 lead. It's been a scoreless third 15 of play. Shana clears. Long field to work with here. First and 10 from their 19-yard line. Media timeout. We mentioned earlier Coastal looking to not keep pace but stay within striking distance of Charleston Southern. The Buccaneers... Winning their game earlier today, huge win, avoiding a letdown after the big win last week over the Chanticleers. So Charleston Southern now 5-0 in the conference and basically their race to lose right now. Coastal came in at 2-1 in the league and right now second place alone if Coastal hangs on and wins this game because Kennesaw State dipped to 2-2 two two after its loss to Charleston Southern. So first down and 10. For CSU working left to right. Ross from the shotgun. Five into the pass pattern. He gets a snap. Flushed out of the pocket by Regan. He end throws on an out pattern and a tightrope catch made by Chris Jones. Tiptoes out of bounds up at the 22-yard line with some assistance from the outside linebacker, Chad Jeter. So again, a three-yard, second down and seven. Talked about Ross's ability to spread the ball around. Seven different players he connected on with completions a year ago and so far four different players have combined for 12 pass completions here ross again dump pass near side flat caught by jones turns up the field has the first down outside the numbers up to the 34 aziz higgins the linebacker makes a stop second on the bulldog teams 48 averaging eight and a half tackles a game Fuyamono is in at one end oj mal is or josh ramsher is in at the nose guard spot Jabri Regan on the far side. Snap, handoff, Henderson, little cutback run. Works off far side left tackle between the hashes and gets out to the 41-yard line, gain of seven. So Charleston Southern with that win today did wrap up the automatic uh, bid. The uh, worst they can do is uh, tie for first, but they own the tiebreaker. See, that's, that's, what, that's why Chuck Birch is the vice president of athletics. Inside give, Henderson, 5'8", 205, bang, and ahead gets a first down. On the straight handoff, gets out to the 45-yard line. Picks up four, O.J. Mal. Now coming back in along the defensive line, Josh Ramsher comes out. Tanner Birch, the inside linebacker, has to come out because his helmet came off. 
So first and 10 for the Chanticleers from out of the 45-yard line. Pressure's on. We have to be on our best behavior with our boss in the booth now. <laughs> Cover two for the Bulldogs. Ross a snap. Pump fakes. Now throws a deep pass down the left sideline. Wide receiver. Catch made in stride. Touchdown. Man coverage along the coastal sideline. And Bruce Matt makes the touchdown reception his fifth of the season. 54 yards unofficially. And for Ross, his 11th touchdown pass thrown. And Coastal adds to its advantage at 35-0 with 4.51 to go here in the third quarter. Jonathan Sherrill, who was out of last week's game with a shoulder injury, 27 coming in on the extra point block unit now. Couple of interceptions for him. He was out last week with a shoulder injury. And had an injured Bulldog down there. And the reason the 27 has to come in is because D.J. Allen, who was already on the field in place of Ivan Toomer, was shaken up on that play. That might be his right shoulder. But the point after try here for Granger, who has not missed this year. Kick at the field house to the right is up and good. And a 36-0 lead. For the Chanticleers, a timeout, and we're going to step away. 4.51 to go here in the third. Garden Web, the football when we come back, but down 36 nothing here at WGWG.org. WGWG. ACC scores. Well, let's start out with the other big, uh, big South game. Okay. I'll come back do the scoring drive. Well, Bruce Mapp had 10 catches for 107 yards against us last year, but didn't score. XSI at GardnerWeb.edu. Coastal Carolina adds to its advantage. And Bruce Mapp, who had 10 catches for 107 yards against us last year, but did not get into the end zone. Well, he does so now, hauling one in from 55 yards away, capping a five-play 81-yard drive, 98 seconds off the game clock, 36 to nothing in favor of Coastal. Alex has a look at the college football scoreboard, and we start off in the Big South Conference. Yeah, Fabian, a 28-14 win for Charleston Southern earlier today at Kennesaw State, and Presbyterian still trying to hold their own against Liberty, a 7-3 lead for the Flames of Liberty right now. Uh, that game very early in the third quarter. Take a look at the ACC scoreboard. North Carolina, a huge win at home against Duke today, 66-31. Duke kind of made that look closer than it really was in the final uh, final quarter and a half. Miami leading Virginia 24-15 right now. Notre Dame, a 42-30 win over Pittsburgh. 
Louisville, 41-17 winner over Syracuse. NC State, a 24-8 win at Boston College. And then, of course, the big game this weekend in the ACC, Clemson hosting Florida State uh, going on right now. Early third quarter, Florida State, a 10-6 lead over Clemson. Clemson with the ball driving. You and I were talking about that coming in. That's a tough place to get in and out of when all the parking is available for 80,000-plus fans. They had multiple parking lots that they had to shut down today because of the weather, some that are grass fields. Can you imagine what it's going to be like? I I really don't (laughs) want to imagine what it's going to be like. That's why I'm glad I'm here and not trying to get out at Clemson tonight. Mosamitsu Ishibashi set to kick off. Say that three times fast. Kicked it from the 35 left to right. Good leg into this one. Softly comes down to McCoy at the five-yard line near side left. McCoy gets by one, gets by two, can't get by a third guy, and add insult to injury, a flag comes down in the vicinity as well in an area where you're going to see an illegal block. Our umpire tossed that flag, Marvin Wilson. So they get Kenyatta Dunbar on a block below the waist, and that's going to cost the Bulldogs 15 yards. Coastal right now, 399 yards, and take a look at the balance. 190 by land, 209 through the air. And this is a Gardner-Webb defense that was number five in the FCS ranks, giving up 148 pass yards a game. The Bulldog defense was number 17 in total offense at 307. But yet Coastal came in 23rd in the country in total offense and 22 in points per game. Estes and H-back near side left. Maxwell from the gun. Gardner-Webb from its 12-yard line. And now another flag comes in and a false start. Absolutely drives a coach crazy when this sort of thing happens before you even take a first snap coming to the sideline and now with a five-yard walk-off Bulldogs have to bring an extra wide receiver into the game and a running back comes out and parry Maxwell up the middle gets hit football came loose but I think he was down before the ball came out Right now, the striped shirts say it's Coastal Carolina football at the Gardner-Webb 17-yard line. Out of the pile comes Marcus Williamson. I don't even think that's even close. I think Gardner-Webb's going to keep possession of the football here if they go take a look at this on the video review. Now, the play is under review. If the play is upheld, it would be Gardner-Webb's first turnover of the ballgame. But I don't see any way that Maxwell's knee, unless he fell on top of a player, but no way that his knee was not down. Video monitor here. In fact, his elbow was down when the ball came out. I think this is going to be Gardner-Webb football. Yeah, it looks like uh should stay Gardner-Webb ball. And it should be a quick decision. Unless there's another angle here that they've now it has to be indisputable evidence to overturn the call. 
I don't know. So evidently the ball was in the process. It must have been loose before his knee came down, but they saw a different replay than what we saw. First turnover of the game for the Bulldogs. Gardner-Webb now plus one in the game, and this gives Coastal Carolina the football in the red zone. Down to the 17th. Number two quarterbacks in the game. Corner pattern right of the end zone. It's a jump ball, and the pass incomplete. So the number two quarterback comes in for Coastal. That's Noah Church. So the day is done for Alex Ross. 14 of 16 for 209 yards, two touchdowns. In interception, he also had seven carries for 20 yards. Crouch, 9 of 15, coming into the game for 120 yards. Abercrombie, the running back to his near side right. Tight end out to each side. Gardner-Webb, five over the line of scrimmage, now make it six. Snap, gives to Abercrombie, trying to work off the far side left edge between the hashes. And brought down by Spencer Haverett and Tanner Birch from the corner and the linebacker spot, respectively, at the 15-yard line. So a gain of two. One thing that Coastal has done great this year, capitalize on red zone opportunities. Number 27 at 85% as far as scoring goes, 35 of 41. But how about 12 field goals this year on snaps inside the opponent 20? Here, this is third down and seven from the 15. Crouch looks to throw. Fires on a corner pattern. Diving reception made. First down inside the five. And down to the four-yard line where it is first and goal. So they throw the ball to the wide side. Game clock now continues to run. 3.39 as Frankie Richardson made the reception reserve wide receiver. So this is first and goal at the four-yard line, right end zone. Snap, Abercrombie, stutter step move, tried to go right inside against O.J. Mallon, loses that matchup. Forward progress inside the two, so second and goal. Be careful there, O.J. Don't need an unsportsmanlike conduct penalty here. O.J. number 91 inside, nine tackles for loss coming in. And it is second down and goal. Coastal back up to the line of scrimmage with... Three minutes to go here in the third quarter. Snap, give it off to Abercrombie again, running high, lowers his shoulders to the goal line and bangs his way in for his second touchdown of the game. And sixth of the season. So Ross and Abercrombie, the one-two running back punch for the Chanticleers, each with a couple of rushing scores. And Coastal. Turns the fumble into a 17-yard scoring drive and surpasses 40 points. Coastal has racked up some scoring against Gardner-Webb the last three matchups, 38 last year, 42 down here two years ago. And the point after is up and through for Ryan Granger. 43-0 with 2.55 to go here in the third quarter. Four hundred and sixteen yards for Coastal. Bulldogs have one yard of rushing offense today. Ninety-one total yards 
And to tell you what kind of a day it's been, 158 yards in penalties on seven Bulldog flags. Mentioned earlier, Gardner-Webb, the ninth least penalized team in all of FCS football. Ishibashi set to kick off. Think of Ralph Macchio when we talk about Ishibashi. The run-up and a left-to-right kick. Angling to the far sideline, McCoy looking up into the lights, makes the catch far side inside the five. Little stutter step move and had too many black shirts to try to work through as he was cobwebbed at the 16-yard line. And Gardner-Webb starting inside its 20-yard line. Gardner-Webb taking a look here. This will represent the second drive that Gardner-Webb has started inside its 20. Got the opening kickoff here in the third quarter put together an 11 play 79 yard drive took 519 off the game clock but then missed a 25 yard field goal Gardner Webb has gone to its number two quarterback as well keeper out to the 20 and out to the 21 yard line gain of four second down and six so both of the number ones are out Brody Rollins a freshman playing in his fourth game of the year 18 prior carries coming in and the good part about this looks like Brody's going to get some reps with first team offensive line here with 2.15 and winding down left here in the third quarter. Going to give Brody little max protection here, but the Bulldogs little disheveled what personnel they want on the field and got to call a timeout. I'll tell you what, in all honesty, fellowship can only take you so far in games like this. Alex is just speechless. Yeah, I, uh, I'm trying to muster up something to say to you, Fabian, but it's uh, it's been a tough day for Gordon-Webb, uh, really on both sides of the ball, being able to stop uh, Coastal Carolina from getting into the end zone. Uh, about missed tackles we talked about all throughout the game so far and still with uh, 17 minutes to play we've still got a fourth quarter to play Fabian uh, it's been a very tough game for this Gardner Webb team and offensively not being able to get the ball downfield we've seen numerous drives uh, I believe almost every drive where we ended the drive having to uh, go further than the chains and uh, the stats as Bobby Clark gets the handoff, tried to work off the right side, got outside the hashes, and then Kelvin DeVoe, a reserve defensive back, brings him down after he got a first down after the 28-yard line. So a good job by Clark, who was a redshirt senior, second-leading rusher coming in. They've uh, made an adjustment to the stats here. Seven penalties now for 78 yards for Gardner-Webb. The Bulldogs now with 185 yards, so the stats were kind of playing around here for a little bit so I wanted to make sure we went back and 
Gave you those numbers that have been revised. They'll blitz off the corner from the near side, hand it off to the opposite side. Bernard Clark trying to turn the corner to the coastal boundary. Got outside the numbers and turned up to the 32. So, again, a five with a minute 15 left here in the third quarter. Well, this the 13th matchup, and Coastal will win for an 11th time. And as we mentioned earlier, this is the final meeting on the gridiron as far as football goes with Coastal's move to the Sunbelt Conference. Of course, the Bulldogs open with a Sunbelt member in South Alabama. Bernard gets the handoff, trying to turn the corner right and runs right into a white shirt and the waiting arms. Out to about the 33-yard line, so no gain on the play. And the third quarter is coming down to its final stages. So Gardner-Webb with 191 yards of offense, 101 by land, 90 through the air. So even though it's lopsided on the scoreboard right now, one of the positives you can say is that the Bulldogs are balanced. But Gardner-Webb one for nine on third downs, while Coastal is three of five. Gardner-Webb has now run 48 plays. The shot clears 47. Gardner-Webb is plus six in time of possession. Snap inside give. Running hard and low for our first down out across the 40 and to the 42-yard line. So that's a good way for the Bulldogs and Kerry Bernard, who got the carry that time, to close out the third quarter. Kerry had a five-yard touchdown run for GW in that setback a year ago in Boiling Springs. And three quarters of play now in the books here at Brooks Stadium. As darkness has fallen and the stadium lights have taken full effect, we head to the fourth. Coastal 43, Gardner-Webb nothing. We'll come back.